I'm gonna walk every day. That is a lie. I'm gonna throw my snacks away. That is a lie. I quit my resolution and I know why. Yeah, because it's a lie. You're listening to the number one podcast for Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County. This is OB Pod. Get a gym membership too. That is a lie. On deck for today, guys. We're going to shake it up. We're going to start with a motivational message. We're going to have some weather. We're going to have a segment where it says say goodbye to our lost ones of 2023. We're going to have local news. A big-time interview with Sheriff Thomas Tuggle. Of course, our dad jokes. We also got Brian Couch to come in and give us an up-to-date real estate report. Always going to have our random facts and stories you'd like to know. And, of course, we're going to have a movie review talking about Godzilla Minus One. Oh, my gosh. Man, it's going to be a heck of an episode, boy. <laughs> heck of an episode. But, like I said, we're shaking it up, and we're going to start off every episode the right way, motivating you with a nice inspirational audio moment. This week, we're talking about, well, you know what? It's the beginning of 2024, people wanting to start New Year's resolutions and different things, and I'm sure you got a yeah. chuckle out of our opening song, you know, because... Uh, yeah. But we actually do want to give you a nice <laughs> motivational message, and so, look, let's go to this audio now. One day in the gym is basically imperceivable. Two days in the gym, you don't recognize any change whatsoever. A hundred days in the gym, and you're almost a new person. One day of playing guitar, you can barely play one chord. A hundred days of practicing guitar, and you can play literally almost any song. When you do anything, it adds up. When you do nothing, it amounts to zero. So take the small steps every day. Do what you're supposed to do. And don't expect some incredible results in one day or two days or 10 days. Worthwhile things take 100 days. They take 500 days. Maybe they take 5,000 days. They take time. And whatever it is you want to do isn't going to happen in one day. You have work to do. bit. I know it's just a little tiny movement forward, but that work is what it takes. A perfect message for the beginning of this year. Amen, brother. Keep preaching. Keep and, preaching. I, and I, you know, it's just like anything else. Here's the thing about it. Part of being disciplined about things is also never giving up on something. So mm-hmm. even if you fail on something, the fact that you acknowledge that you're, that you've, you know, have, have, uh, tripped or stumbled over whatever process that you want to go through, but you have the wherewithal to go ahead and start over again and or pick back right right back up where you left off. Hey, that's you know it's it's a long trip. It's a long trip. You can only go mile by mile, and every once in a while you're going to run into some potholes. So when you do, you just get back on the road and keep rolling again. Amen, brother. A pothole doesn't mean the journey's over. Even if you have, a, right. Even if you no. pop a tire, you go change it. Yeah. Even if you have a delay, there ain't a roadblock. So keep with it. Keep rocking and rolling. Look, one of those people who who says, you know what, this year I'm going to lose weight and keep it off. I've been telling myself that every year, but you know, I've got the motivation and I've been telling myself I need to listen to these motivational messages we put out there. And yeah. this guy makes sense. Small goals, stick with it. Don't give up. Yep. Do what you're supposed to do. Do what you're supposed to do. Very good material right there. I'll tell you, this is normally where I bring in old Brian to talk a little bit about Team Couch, but he's going to be joining us in the podcast in a little bit. That's and right. So we'll talk to him in here in a few minutes. But let, hey, 
How has your break been for the last two and a half weeks? I'm going to tell you, uh, Christmas was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, got a lot of things, uh, not really done, but did a lot of things, you know. Uh, I ate a lot of good food. <laughs> yeah. That's really a lot of, of what I did more than anything else. Got to see some family, spend some time uh, with with people that I, that that I care about. It was very busy though. Had a, I, you know saw more people than I expected to during the break. But everything's been fantastic. Uh, uh, just just I guess ain't got a choice but get back into the swing of things. You know what I mean? What That's about right. you, Bo? Man, I am one of those gluttons for punishment. A lot of my family lives here. We do six different things of Christmas in two days. Christmas Eve. I thought I had it tough. Yeah, busy for two days. But you know what? I wouldn't change it. It's been a tradition we've had for a long, long time. Pretty, pretty happy about it. And so can't complain. Anytime you get to see the love, you know it's coming ahead of time, too. You know what I mean? You geared your Lawrence, you prepare for it. It's one of those (laughs) things, you know? For sure. For sure. But yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be talking on the mic. I'm excited about the, you know, I got to do some interviews with Sheriff Tuggle and talk to Brian and like that. And it was great to get a lot of feedback about the podcast. A lot of people are real happy with it. You know, you know, our numbers keep improving. So I'm pretty excited about it. Uh, It's just one of those things, man. One of those things. Look, let's keep moving. One of the things for our feedback is let's get right to the point of things and keep moving fast. So without further ado, T, what's our weather look like for this week? Well, if you're listening to this on Monday, when it comes out, it's probably going to be raining later this afternoon and into the evening with a 97% chance of rain on Monday. Going to start getting a little windy, though, uh, on Tuesday. Great day looking at on Wednesday, even though it's going to be a little cool with a high in the upper 40s. Also on Thursday as well, starting to heat up a little bit. Heat wave coming in with highs in the mid-50s. Yeah. Yeah. Then it looks like rain again on Friday, but probably clearing out Friday night and, and, and through, and not too bad throughout the weekend. So highs are going to be anywhere from the upper 40s to the mid 50s, except for Saturday. Saturday is going to be pretty cool with higher in the mid 30s. Woo, man, that's wild. It's January, guys. Do remember there is a weather severe weather warning. That, if you're listening right. today. Okay, Monday, this afternoon, they are saying there's potential of severe weather this evening. So please be prepared. Be looking for it. Try to stay off the roads if you know the rain's coming. It's one of those things. Guys, it's got a new segment for this episode. And of course, this is only going to be for this episode as we come back into 2024. But we want to have a little, you know, a little time to say goodbye to some famous people who have all entertained us, made us laugh, or did something special that we all know them by. And uh, I'd like to mention these people and talk about it just maybe for a second and say goodbye because these are this list, man. I'm telling you, it's huge. I'm just kind of surprised yeah. about the litany of just amazing people who have. I have left us, and uh, it's sad, but uh, I want to give them their honor, and so let's get started now. Uh, the first one we're going to get on here, Jeff Beck, the famous guitarist. You know, uh, guys, he was on um, Bon Jovi and several of the bands, considered by some to be the best guitarist in history. Yep, uh, absolutely. Lisa Marie Presley, that is Elvis's daughter, passed. David Crosby, another great musician. Cindy Williams, I don't know if you remember, she was off of Laverne and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley, that's right. Raquel Welch, the famous actress, uh, kind of a beauty back in the day. Boy, she, she she never aged a bit. Man, she did. It was impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Richard yeah. Belzer, if you don't know that name, he was Munch on Law & Order SVU, one yep. of my favorite That's characters, right. great character actor. 
Tom Sizemore, another great actor, uh, made famous for uh, several, several movies. Uh, Gary Rossington, that was the guitarist from Leonard Skinner, passed this year. Yep. Al Jaffe, now if you don't know him, that is the artist behind Mad Magazine. That is a big, big loss right there. Lance Reddick, that's another great actor. If he was in the, uh, if you don't know him, he was a guy wearing glasses and was the butler off John Wick. You know, he was that's the, right. Um, Harry Belafonte, you know. Dale. That's right. Actor, singer, civil rights, uh, civil rights activist. Jerry Springer, the famous TV host. Ray Stevenson, another great actor, played in a lot of movies. He was a uh, Punisher War Zone. He was in the Thors. Uh, really good guy. Uh, Tina Turner, music icon, not just a singer, that was, an that icon. Was a big one for me. It really is. The Iron Sheik, famous wrestler back from the 80s and How 90s. That? Yeah. Um, Pat Robertson, televangelist, a religious yep. uh, broadcaster. Alan Arkin, another great, great actor. Great actor. Man, another big loss. Tony Bennett. Huge. What Huge. a crooner he was, right? Man, man. Sinead O'Connor, another famous singer. Paul Rubens. I don't know if you know that, but that was Pee Wee Herman. That was Pee Wee Herman. Past you know, we year. watched that movie over the break. Really? Yeah, we had nothing else to do when it was on TV. We caught it right at the beginning and watched it. I laughed like a kid again. Wow. I didn't think I really would, but. But it, I guess it just struck me funny. It was pretty good. How about that? How about that? Yep. yep. Uh, Mark Margola. Now, guys, he was the uh, one of the bad guys off of Breaking Bad, but had been in over 100 movies. Great, great actor. Yeah. Uh, Bob Barker. Remember, dun, get dun, your dun, cat spayed and neutered. Dun, you know? dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's right. Uh, just famous game show host. Uh, Jimmy Buffett. Man. Yeah. God, what a huge loss. Great singer, musician, yep. songwriter. Yep. Uh, Steve Harwell, that's another singer. That's the lead singer of Smash Mouth. That was Smash one of my Mouth. favorite mm-hmm. bands growing up. Yeah, they were pretty good. Uh, yep. David McCollum, another great actor. He, I think he was on NCIS and several other shows. Also wrote music and had some very famous songs. You'd be surprised. Dick Buckus, Hall of yeah. Fame football player. Just a big yep. loss there. Chicago Bears, yep. yep. Burt Young. If you don't know who Burt Young was, Burt Young was the brother-in-law of Rocky Balboa in all Loved the Rocky him movies. In those movies. That's uh, right. He was, the guy who cut all the, the meat in the meat packing. That's right. He was the comic relief for me. I liked That's him. That's right. Uh, Suzanne Summers. It's a big loss for a lot of folks right there. Uh, a lot of people yep. didn't even know she passed. Mm-hmm. Richard Roundtree. Guys, a big-time actor right there. Um, Matthew Perry. This was a personal loss. My wife and I grew up together in mean, our young marriage, walking, watching Friends, and thought it was the best show yeah. ever made. And just yeah. it was really tough to see Chandler Bing is no longer with us. Yeah. Bob Knight, the famous college basketball coach, has left us. Yep. Rosalind Carter. That's Jimmy Carter's wife, the first lady. Mm-hmm. Which year? Uh, Frances Sternhagen. I don't know if you know her, but she's been in over 150 films. Just an absolute fantastic actress. Wow. Henry Kissinger, the former Secretary of State, made mm-hmm. quite a name for himself in politics. And another huge loss, Sandra Day O'Connor, the first female Supreme Court Justice. And then finally, Andre Brower, another fantastic actor passed this year just a really really sad situation guys but we also want to say this to anybody out there including us if there's anybody you've lost personally this year we really pray for you hope everything's going good and just remember focus on the positive memories not the hurt of the loss Uh, that's the best way to remember the people you you miss and you love so uh, we hope everybody uh 
appreciates the list. I know it was tough to hear, but uh, we want to say it's better to have them in our life than not have them. All right, guys, it's time for our local news. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good friends over there at Hatcher Landscape. Guys, uh, man, they have been a part of our podcast since day one. Can't thank Russ and his crew over there for as much as they do for us in this community. If you're looking for a career change, a place you really want to go to get a job that's going to take care of you, team atmosphere, great pay, great benefits, just everything you can imagine about a career and get to work outside some and do different things, this is the kind of family that's what I call it, a family you want to join. Uh, they're really going to take care of you. I, I can even tell you straight up, as a school teacher, as administrator, we have lost some teachers to go to Hatcher because they wanted just to change. Life happens. And that has been some of the happiest things they've done. And so I'm super happy for them. You know, it's just part of it. So if you want a new career, you want to try something different, go to HatcherLandscape.com and see if they've got a position for you today. T, what are we looking like for our news, brother? Well, it looks like the Olive Branch Fire Department is going to be expanding in some way. Uh, they'll be getting a new ladder truck with two new pumper trucks that will replace some aging apparatuses and help keep the city up to date with all the explosive growth that's going on in our city. The Board of Allman voted at its January 2nd meeting to apply for a cap loan for the Mississippi Development Authority to partially fund the purchase of a 100-foot Pierce ladder truck at the whopping Budget price of $1.25 million. Budget. And that approved like <laughs> budget price. That's right. We got a deal. We knew, we knew the car salesman. He was somebody's brother-in-law. <laughs> but that was approved for the, for the order in 2022. The city expects to take delivery of that new ladder truck sometime this summer. This summer. The city also has on order two Pierce pumper trucks, one for the low, low price of $930,775, all tax-free, by the way. Man, yeah. Hey, look, that was under a million. What a deal. What a deal. That's right. Hey, but the other one, I, I, we, we got the works on this one. The other one they ordered was $1.364 million. <sighs> It's got air conditioning it's in probably it. Got, it's got a heated leather seats. It's got to have it. That's, it's got to have that. <laughs> Power windows and Absolutely. locks. Absolutely. <laughs> GPS the whole nine yards. One of the pumper trucks is expected to arrive in the fall and will be put into service over at the Center Hill Fire Station. The other truck is a replacement pumper and is expected to be delivered in the fall of 2026. Only so two and still, a half years yeah. from now. Oh, it's only two. Well, we're going to need that much time to pay one point three six four million dollars for Woo. it. So, ouch. But hey, hey, it's needed. That's right. If it's it if it wasn't needed, they wouldn't get it. And if we and if it was needed and didn't get it, folks would complain about it. You're right. You're so right. So they're just being proactive, trying to stay on top of everything, so that everyone can be safe. God forbid you ha you ever need the fire department. You know, I tell you, this brings up an axe to grind. So when I'm doing my homework on some of these notes and this that are so on, I read this on one of the social media posts from the city, and of course, the only comment on the post says, "How about you fix our roads?" And that's the only comment when they're when they're talking about how we're getting new pumper trucks and new fire trucks. The comment below is. You know, what about our roads? And the reality of it is, yeah. I wish this person was listening to our podcast. They would have known that we had a surplus in budget and we did more roads this we past year kind of road than we've stuff. done in history. So, uh, well, it's you just, know, there's it's always, the uninformed. There's always some idiot somewhere, right? <laughs> That's all there is to it. Moving right along, the OB Senior Center and the OB Fire Department are offering free, that's right, free. Free blood pressure and glucose checks for anyone on the first Wednesday of the month. Each and every month this year. How about that? This is 
Yep, it's between 10 and 11 a.m., so come on out if you want a free checkup. Uh, that's awesome, man. Way to go, Absolutely. OB Fire Department. That's what I'm talking about. Absolutely. And you know, both of, these, both of those things are silent killers. You don't know, mm-hmm. especially with high, high blood sugar. And guess you what, know? man? All it's going to cost you is your time. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Nothing yeah. else but that. That's right. Guys, as always, if you have a property you don't want, don't need, didn't didn't really need to get it, got it in a bad divorce, loss of love, whatever it is, and you're just tired of it, want to sell fast, real fast, for cash. Right Super here in fast. De- right here in DeSoto County. And want to deal with somebody local, you can actually look at them, shake their hand, not worry about it. It's on a phone call from outside of our state, from New York, Chicago, somewhere else. You want to talk to somebody who's real right here from the area? and see what they can do for your place and know your place can get taken care of, then you need to go over to iBuyDeSoto.com. And this is a company right here that buys properties just like we described to try to help out your community. This is the kind of company you want to work with. So seriously, go to iBuyDeSoto.com. All right. The DeSoto County Tourism Board will have its first ever DeSoto County Dining Week. I think we talked about this a little bit before the holidays, too. That's right. That's right. The goal, the goal is to spotlight the area's amazing culinary scene. It's going to be January 21st through the 22nd and partnered with restaurants, coffee houses, dessert shops who offer a special deal or special item during the week-long event. Participants will be highlighted on social media pages pages websites and email email newsletters we'll be sure to keep y'all in the loop on that as well as more information becomes available but don't don't miss out that's january 21st through the 27th that's right guys and look you can go to desoto county's tourism facebook page if you know a place you really want them to participate or be a part of it mention it to them get in there and get them to sign up and we'd love to add you to that tour because we want to join it and give you a taste ourselves That's right. That's right. Last thing for our news today, the DeSoto County Soil and Water Conservation District is hosting its annual tree giveaway Thursday, February 8th. I think that's a pretty big deal. Make sure you mark it on your calendar Thursday, February the 8th. You can receive up to three seedlings per species per person. So don't miss out on this annual event to better our community. There's no tree like a free tree. Amen. I mean, we're talking about a lot of free around here. A lot of free. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, America. <laughs> well, guys, as always, that's a quick, uh, quick reminder. We uh, that's end of our news. And if you'd like to join our podcast by either advertising or send us some news information, please send us an email at theobpodcast at gmail dot com. We'd love to hear from you. All right, guys, this is the big part of the episode. We decided to get Sheriff Thomas Tuggle to join us. I was able to sit down and talk to him for a few minutes earlier today. I asked him a couple of hard questions, you know, but I also really wanted to know about what's the future look like under the, the Tuggle era as it has begun, you know. Tommy T. That's right. And so, uh, I, like I said, always fun to talk to him. Uh, and I enjoyed some of the answers he had and where he's going with things. And uh, I think y'all will too. So let's go to this audio now. Hey, guys and gals. I've got a very special guest to start off our 2024 year. That is Sheriff Thomas Tuggle. Um, I'm going to call you Thomas because we, we kind of know each other a little bit. And I know that's a little more informal. And that's why I appreciate that when I have friends on the podcast, and so that's where I'm going to go. And I, I got to tell you something before we even start and before I let you talk, Thomas, is I had the great pleasure of changing your ID on my phone from Sheriff-elect 
to Sheriff <laughs> Thomas Tuggle. So I want to convey a huge congratulations from OB Pod, all our listeners and supporters. And so uh, how you been? I've been great. Thank you so much for that. I uh, First of all, thank you also for uh, extending the invitation to join your, your podcast. I'm uh, very excited. But we have been busy. We've been extremely busy. So things are going very well. Awesome, awesome. Well, I saw the pictures of the reception, uh, the swearing in. I saw um, you know the former Sheriff Rasco there, big hugs. And to me, it looks like you've got a really nice, warm welcome. Would you agree? Yes, sir. I, I did. I, the, the people of this county have been wonderful. And uh, for us to have an opportunity to bring some of the resources that we've already locked down and secured to the county, uh, I think that they, they would be very impressed. They're going to be very impressed. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, people don't want to hear the fluff of the PC answers, Thomas, and you know this, and you, you know, yeah. I've talked about this before, you know, so we want to ask a little bit of tough questions and so on, the people that have the burning thoughts and everything else. You know, you've started and like any new boss in any new company, organization, government entity, changes have to be made, you know, and it's just part of yes. the business. And, um, you know, and in the sheriff's department, a lot of people concerned about jobs, people not keeping, keeping their jobs, changes in positions, changes in, you know, uh, rank, things of that nature, you know, and of course there's people out there who want to put out negativity, um, you know, and we, so actually we just need to ask the honest truth of what's going on. And so the course, the negative ones are always oh, firing cops right and left. Uh, he's probably demoting people, shifting things. He's probably hiring in his family, his best friends, you know, and a lot of that, you know, that comes with the, the territory of the position. And so if you had an opportunity right now to answer your naysayers or just, or answer your supporters of what has really been going on since you have started, this is the opportunity. Sounds great. Thank you so much for that question, sir. Uh, we've been very, very busy, and I can honestly say I think we did something that has never happened in, in this entire country when it comes to sheriff departments, and that is a new sheriff coming in and retaining almost 98% of uh, the previous sheriff's employees. So uh, we were able to do that. You're talking almost 400 employees, and we retained uh, all but eight. So I am very, very happy. The process we put together was a very fair process. Uh, politics wasn't involved in that. There were people that did not vote for me. They're still uh, working there, and some of them will probably be promoted. I am just, I am more about performance more so than, than opinion. So uh, I'm very, very impressed with the process we put together, and um, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, to basically uh, moving the department forward. I heard that. Well, that's see, that's fantastic. So 400 some odd people, only eight people not retained. That is an honest percentage of change. Things you want to restructure. I know for a fact I've worked for two, uh, you know, big entities in the past. When, when someone came in, they wanted to make changes. A lot of times that means you can improve your budget by consolidating certain positions, improving, you know, improving a department because it's over heavy or transferring people around. People honestly resign. Things change. And so to only have eight out of 400 something, that is a very, very good percentage. And so I'm glad to hear it. And I'm sure the listeners are as well. So well, yes, sir. I, 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 I add to that. I, I got my leadership training from the United States Marine Corps. Prior to that, it was my mom. But one of the things that a leader has to do is 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 uh, you don't go in and create. You go in and create an environment where people can be better versions of themselves. And if they can't adjust to the environment that you create, you know, sir, they don't leave on their own. And that's what we walked in, uh, and that's what we're creating. So uh, going in, eliminating a bunch of people, that is a, a sign of an inexperienced leader. That is a sign of an ineffective leader. And uh, that's not what we're bringing to the table. Awesome. Well said. 
Well said. All right. Well, look, you had some lofty goals when we spoke on the podcast uh, last year. Boy, it's hard to say that we say last year like that. Like it's been, you know, 12 months, but it's not. It's been just a few. Um, yes, sir. You know, you had some lofty goals, and I know you are a person that believes in hitting the ground running. Day one is no excuse to take a day off and just enjoy. It's the day one to get on the, on the ball. What are your first things that you are working on right now that you're excited to tell your listeners, your citizens of the area? Well, great, great. Thanks. That's a great question, sir. Uh, New Year's Eve, my wife and I went to church at 1030 that night and uh, we we brought the New Year in. Uh, we were in church and we left about 1230 and we spent about, we stayed out riding around just kicking on the guys and just, uh, just letting them know that we're supporting them. We stayed up about three o'clock. Uh, that morning and uh, the next day, uh, January second, I was on a plane to Dallas, Texas. Uh, I was being re- I was being appointed uh, to a new committee, the Education and Training Committee for the National Rifle Association. That's a huge, huge benefit to the county, and I was reappointed to the Outreach Committee. So I just secured NA resources to train all of our citizens that are interested on the fundamentals of marksmanship and handgun safety, especially our ladies. Uh, the NRA has already promised me. Uh, that they're sending resources here uh, that will not put a burden on our taxpayers. And uh, we want our people, uh, you know, we want to teach them and and, and uh, let them know about gun ownership and uh, also responsible uh, uh, marksmanship uh, skills. So that was secured. So uh, I'm very happy that we was, we secured that. That was, like I say, that's second day on the job, in a sense. I was down there securing those resources. The other thing we did, sir, we, uh, we opened up or offered a self-defense class uh, to women only uh, in the county, and it's a two-day class. Uh, we did two two-day classes we offered, and that class, both of those classes were filled in less than 48 hours. We want our women uh, in this county uh, to be able to defend themselves, and uh, but most importantly, uh, we're, we're not going to create any easy targets in this county. Uh, the criminal elements, uh, they look for opportunities. And if you remove those opportunities, they will go somewhere else. And I am just happy that we're able to uh, bring some of this training to our ladies and uh, maybe the, the message will be sent. Don't come to DeSoto County looking for easy targets because there, there won't be any. I love it. That's fantastic. That's um, uh, I can see a lot of appreciation for that for sure. No doubt. Yes, sir. So if right here in the county, you know, people worry about, you know, like you said, safety and so on and numbers in crime and things of that nature. If you had to say there was one area today that you say, okay, this is where we want to focus on most to make the biggest impact as fast as possible. What do you think that is right now? Well, uh, that's a good question, sir. We have, I've already uh, talked and met with uh, every mayor and police chief in the county. We are unified when it comes to protecting our citizens from crime. Uh, I've already met with uh, Sheriff Bonner across the, uh, the the state line there and, uh, and met with his entire command staff. And we have formed uh, a, a very, very strong partnership with them. They have already been working with us. They have high praise for our capabilities, uh, and they are uh, relying on us to support them. Uh, I have, we've got a meeting this week with the uh, mayor of Memphis and his police chief to discuss juvenile crime. So uh, I'm focused on helping um, uh, Memphis and Shelby County solve their problems. Now, people have asked me, Mr. Thomas, why are you so 
uh, you know, interested in, in, in fixing crime in Memphis. Well, there's a reason the United States military is in the Middle East. There's a reason the United States military is in the Pacific. There's a reason the United States military is in North Africa. We're fighting wars there, so we don't have to fight wars uh, 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 in the homeland. And that's why I prefer to go to Shelby County, Memphis, and help them fight wars to keep from fighting these wars in DeSoto County. So I'm going to be very proactive in making sure that uh, we don't have to have any uh, type of uh, battlefield wars here in DeSoto County if we can prevent it. I understand that. I understand. If you get if you address the source, the source doesn't come to your backyard. Amen, sir. Yes, I, I understand the analogy there 100%. I think that's a, a fantastic situation there. Um, well, Thomas, I've got to tell you, you know, I think you've hit some nails in the head. I know we talked about you know, your warm reception and everything else. But the bottom line is, is that it takes support. Uh, it can't be a one man job. It has to be a team. It has to be a whole area. Like to say the old adage of it takes a village. Um, do you feel like in your early beginning so far that the support is there, not only from your citizens that voted for you, but the local governments, the supporting cast around you and so on? Yes, sir. Absolutely. The mayors in this in this uh, county have been uh, they've been very helpful and supportive. But I've got to say this here: just uh, attending uh, one or two of the board meetings before super board of supervisors meeting before we took office, uh, I I want the citizens of DeSoto County to know they have the most proactive pro law enforcement board of supervisors I think in the entire ca- uh, state. Uh, and I'd probably venture out and say the entire country. They are pro law. They support the sheriff department. I'm just impressed. Uh, with uh, the support that we're receiving from uh, our elected officials. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. Now, you know, one of the things that I like to talk about as a school person, you know, I'm a school administrator, like we've talked about several times, you know, um, police officers in the schools and things. And you mentioned uh, uh, making changes and trying to incorporate more officers in the schools to benefit the children, the safety of the children and so on. You know, what do you see for that in the foreseeable future? Yes, sir. Um, that's, I put that down as some notes here. Uh, when I'm not in the office, uh, you know, doing sheriff department business, I've already told the chief and the command staff, you're going to find me walking halls of some of these schools here in the county, just out interacting with our students. Uh, we're looking to bring a mentorship program to our schools. If we we can continue to pull these kids uh, out of the river, uh, they're turning to a life of, uh, of crime, violence, and guns. Uh, but at some time and point, we need to go upstream and find out why they're falling in. And that's what we're doing. We're going to start, you know, mentoring these kids around the third, fourth, and fifth grade. I spent some time at a Oak Grove Elementary, a fifth grade, a group of fifth graders. And of course, there was a kid there that was having some behavior issues. That was the reason I was there. But um, they got a chance to, to to ask me questions, and I got a chance to tell them a little bit about my military career, my law enforcement career, and at the same time, get close to this this one kid that was having some problems. Uh, but I challenged them. I said this was uh, early August, late August, right after the election, and I asked them about their grades. And they all, some of them said it was struggling in math around 70, 71 and, and some science issues. I said, this is what I'll do for you. And one of the kids in there that we was focused on. I said, if this kid, and I'm not going to mention his name to protect his identity, I said, if we can have, I'm going to use Charles, for instance, little Charles, if he can bring his grades, his GPA, his average up five points before the end of the year, was the end of the school year, and not only Charles, but everybody in this class can bring their grades up five points. That's that math that you're struggling in, that science that you're struggling in. I will come back and I will take this entire class out to Buffalo Wild Wings or a restaurant of your choosing, just one class. 
and they all just stood up and they went to Charles and Charles, we're going to start studying tonight. Uh, so I went back about a month ago. GPA's uh, grade point average is already up three and four percent. So just that little 45 minutes to an hour interaction with those students, uh, we've already in, in, in improved their test scores, their grades. Can you imagine if we spend uh, three, four or five months with them throughout the school year, what we can do? So that's our goal is to get into the school system, get these kids to understand that law enforcement, we're not the bad guys. We're here uh, for you. We can interact with you. And also we're just citizens in the community. Establish that trust because you heard me say earlier, the number one crime fighting tool that we have available is public trust. A simple phone call can solve any crime for us, and it is working. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, that's how I like to end things is with a good, positive note. And uh, so I, I've got to say uh, I can't thank you enough for your time on the podcast. Uh, I know people are going to be excited to hear that. And uh, I can't wait for people to, you know, see what the future looks like under the, the tuggle, you know, era. And uh, so uh, I'm looking forward to it. As always, it's a pleasure to have you in the pod. And we look forward to having you back on again. Thank you so much, sir. Call me anytime. Thank you. Thanks again. Yes, sir. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, he doesn't shy away from anything that might be a bit uncomfortable to answer. So I'll give him credit for that. But also at the same time, they got a lot of things going on to help the community out. I think those uh, gun training classes are going to be fantastic. Trying to do things for our kids in their schools as well. Uh, you know, uh, that's, that's, that's community service right there. Yeah. No, I mean, that speaks volumes. I'm 100% with you. Um, you know, and I get it. Like, we're, we're, our podcast is not out to find you or, you know, got you or ask you questions to put you on the spot or things of that nature, you know. And so we t- dabbled in it a little bit. But the reality of it is, is that we're trying to look forward to the positive things. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, and to me, it sounds like he's doing a lot of things that are pretty darn positive. And I'm really appreciative of the things he's talking about dealing with the school kids. Um, I think the you know our future is in those walls, and, and you know if we do them right, we'll we'll continue to have a fantastic DeSoto County and an Olive Branch area, and that's what's important. So uh, I appreciated his time to you know sit down and Absolutely. talk with me, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and I'll get him back on. He said he was open to talk anytime, and so if there's people out there who might have some more questions for him or have a you know a comment or this that or so on or something that you want to address, send it to us at theobpodcast at gmail dot com, and uh, man, we get him right back on, and you know answer some more questions if there's something out there that's you know burning you up and want to know you know it's one of those things and so don't be afraid to hit us with that email can't guarantee you'll be on the show but hey you know you never know unless you try right so uh, again we appreciate sheriff tuggle on his time and look forward to having him on again soon T, one of our favorite spots, man. Good old dad jokes, man. We got to start 24 off with the bang, dude. <laughs> no pressure, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> well, T, you know this is brought to you by our good, good friend, Allie Edgerly. T, get this. I'm not lying to you. I can show you the text message right now. He texted me on January 2nd, right? And he goes, yeah. Zach, like always... I went ahead and did you a new quote on your insurance and I'm going to be saving you $350 this year for your auto insurance. And I was like, he didn't didn't, cut your coverage. Did he? He did not. How about that? To me, that's here's the thing. Number one, our, your cars get a year older, right? 
And so, yes, your rates do change because of the age of your vehicle. But how many insurance agents do you know who go looking to find you a cut in your in your insurance payments? You know what I mean? One. Yeah, we I got know, it. One. We got it right that's here. Right. <laughs> so, guys, that's what I'm trying to tell y'all. If you haven't done it, go over and see Allie or call him at his office over there and just ask for a free quote. I promise you, it won't take you long, and he's going to get you take away better coverage, less money. I mean, this is kind of a no-brainer. Okay. Look, here's his personal cell phone. Personal. One eight four three three two four zero nine three zero. Call him. Say you heard about the OB Pod. I just want to get a free quote to see if you're all that hype that Zach talks to you about. And let's go. Go do it. Okay. I promise you. Promise you. You won't regret it. Allie's a great, great dude. Okay. All right, T. Are you ready for this? Hit me. All right, man. I hope I live up to. Between I hope I live it up. I hope I live it up. Here we go. Here we go. So do I. <laughs> T. I gotta tell you, I was feeling kind of depressed the other day. Oh, yeah? My wife put her hand on my shoulder and yeah. said, Earth. Yeah. I got to tell you, too, it, meant, <laughs> it, it meant the world to me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just glad she touched you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> T, if a child refuses to take a nap, yeah. are they resisting arrest? Oh. <laughs> I get that one. <laughs> See, my wife and I were kissing on the sofa, hot and heavy, and she stopped all of a sudden and said, hey, let's take this upstairs. I said, okay, you grab one side, but I'll grab the other. Oh, gosh. <laughs> At least you didn't call you Earth. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. You just cut me deep. Oh, God. T, what do you call it when it's James Bond takes a hot, steamy bath? Hmm. Uh, not sure if I want to go there. Man. <laughs> Bubble 07, baby. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Bubble 07. <laughs> See, where do overweight retired Italian gangsters live now? Well, I, 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 I'm I, two of those four descriptions right there. <laughs> so, so do you I live really in the, uh, the answer? You live in the spaghetto? <laughs> is that what it is? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Jeez, the spaghetto. <laughs> uh, all right, T. If a oh, man, man if a man speaks in the forest and his wife is not there to hear him, <laughs> is he still He's- wrong? <laughs> That's 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 the best one of 2024 <laughs> so far, right. boy. That's right. That was <laughs> well, as always. We hope you enjoyed our little humorous <laughs> section there, guys. Enjoyed our dad jokes, as always. Remember, guys, if you haven't done so already, make sure you've hit that subscribe button on our podcast. Tell your friends, your family, your coworkers <laughs> about us. If they want to get updates about all the branch, have a good laugh and listen to some great stuff. Always appreciate you.
it, guys. This is one of those segments we're hoping to add to our show at least once a month or once every couple of months. And this is where we'll get to talk to Brian Couch about a real estate report or how the market is doing. Uh, he is a great guy to talk to. If you're a person who needs real estate help in any way, I hope you would call him. He does a fantastic job. So here, look, without further ado, let's learn about how the market is doing in our hot areas of Center Hill, Olive Branch, and Lewisburg. Brian, man, how's the world been treating you, brother? Good, man, good. Hope you had a good Christmas and New Year's. Man, sure did, sure did. Brian, you know, starting a new year, like to add you into the podcast more often. We've been talking about it for a lot and got a lot of good feedback. It's one of the things I do every year. And uh, people want to know about the market in the area. And to my knowledge, like I say it every week, I am dealing with the best realtor and realtor team in DeSoto County. So why not see if I can get you on the show and kind of give us a quick rundown of uh, the Olive Branch area, the Center Hill area, and Lewisburg area, and what the market's like, and uh, let everybody know what's kind of going on well i appreciate the kind words uh just as a general overall the market has actually gotten a little bit better even through the uh slow christmas months because interest rates have corrected themselves some you know they got above eight and now as of last thursday fha was down to 6.1 6.2 range and a conventional was at 6.7 and five to six is a normal rate i mean so we're back to normal and you know i put two houses under contract over the week between Christmas and New Year's, which is usually the slowest week of the year. So overall, the market is pretty steady. It's not gangbusters, but it's not dead like you hear in some parts of the country. So uh, with that being said, I'll kind of give you a quick rundown, starting on the far side at Center Hill. There are 34 total active listings on the market right now, 13 pending sales. And in the fourth quarter, there was 45 total sales. Ten of those were new homes around 171.50 a foot was the average, with the average sales price being 513,000 and 71 days on the market. So 35 were actually existing homes, so a lot more existing than new selling in Center Hill, and their average price was 153 a foot, so $18 cheaper on existing than new. And their average sales price was 323000 but only 29 days on the market. So you can see, you know, with the average of the new being almost $200,000 more than the existing, they're sitting on the market a little bit longer. But 70 days is roughly two months on the market. That's a pretty average. I mean, if you look at a snapshot of the last 20 years, I mean, anywhere from 30 to 90 days is a fairly average sales time. I hear you. So that takes care of Center Hill. When you look at Olive Branch, they have quite a bit more uh, inventory active. There's 58 active listings in Olive Branch. There's 27 pending sales, and there was 50 sales in the fourth quarter. 13 of those were new, with roughly the same square footage as Center Hill, 171 a foot as the average. And the average sales price, though, was only 365000 on new construction. And the average days on market was comparable with Center Hill. 70 days on the market. Then there was 37 existing sales and kind of keeping pace with Center Hill. The average was 151 a foot with the average being 265,000 and 21 days on the market. So Olive Branch and Center Hill are kind of mirroring each other a little bit as far as price per foot on new and existing homes and days on market. Lewisburg is a little bit different Obviously, everybody knows Lewisburg and Hernando have been the two hottest school districts for people to try to move to. So there's 79 active listings in Lewisburg, 25 pending sales, 
and 67 total sales in the fourth quarter. 31 were new construction, so quite a bit more new construction selling in the Lewisburg market uh, than in Center Hill and Olive Branch. And the average price per foot was 170 a foot. So you're seeing a trend that the new construction is still holding at $170 a foot. And obviously you'll see some that get up in the 180s, but it's held pretty good through the you know little bit of a downturn we've taken over the last year. And their average days on market for the new construction was only 40 days in Lewisburg compared to the 70 and 71 in the other two markets. Existing, there was 36 existing sales. There was one sale that I threw out because it was a rundown mobile home that sold for 73K, so I didn't want that in my averages. Uh, of the 36 existing, the average price per foot was 162. So, you know, about roughly $9, $10 a foot higher than in Center Hill and Olive Branch. Uh, the average sales price on the existing houses was 401000 uh, in 39 days on the market. So, really, if you want to be in Lewisburg School District, you're going to be in the 400000 plus price range right now. Wow. Man, that's that's huge, man. I mean, like you said, you, you said it best. The better the you know people perceive that Lewisburg, Hernando are the hottest areas for kids to raise, you know, schools, the whole nine yards, and more inventory of newer construction, nicer homes, and you know, more affluent is what it seems like based on prices. So, I mean, all that you know falls in line with what the you know the trend has been for a while. So, well, and my biggest takeaway is especially on new construction. I mean, we've held pretty steady on the average price per square foot. I can't remember what it was last time I was on with you. I don't have those notes with me today. Uh, but, you know, the 170 to 175 a foot range is pretty standard. And like I said, there are some subdivisions. I just put one under contract that's at 180, around 185 a foot uh, in a subdivision in Lewisburg. So uh, it's new construction, and it was only on the market for about a week and a half. So there are, you know, you're still seeing some in the 180s and the higher on the new construction. So from a selling standpoint, you can be, you can feel good in the fact that your price isn't taking from where if you bought your house four years ago, it's not worth anywhere near what you paid for it. It's still holding its value right now. Nice. Nice. Well, Brian, I got to tell you, man, I really appreciate you giving us that quick rundown. I want to get you on the show uh, every month or, you know, every bi-monthly or something like that. I think it's important information for our community so you can see where the value of our homes because I think it correlates with, you know, like you said, the schools, uh, how our governments are doing, how the you know, law enforcement is taking care of the job, and everything else. And so those are really good numbers to base that information on. And guys, I want to encourage anyone out there that is in the real estate market right now, maybe looking to buy or sell a property. Uh, Brian has been a close friend of mine for years, uh, and he works with an amazing team over at Birch Realty. And they have been voted number one numerous, numerous times. Absolutely fantastic people to work with. I have worked with Brian personally. Personally, and he's not afraid to tell me the truth, even though we're friends. But I also know anybody who's ever had him as a client knows he's going to call it like it is, and you're going to get the best out of him for that, and that's who you need to work with. So go to teamcouch.com and check out anything you need if you have any real estate needs. Brian, again, thanks for your time, brother. Look forward to having you on here again soon. Well, I appreciate the time, and I appreciate the show as always. It's a very informative show, and if anybody has more specific questions that they have, uh, than, than what I just went over, they can feel free to call me on my cell or at the office. My cell is 901-461-7653, which spells sold, 461 sold. And I'd be glad to answer any questions that you have. If I don't answer, leave me a message and I will call you back promptly. Thanks again, Brian. Appreciate it, Zach. 
What a guy, right? Yeah, I know. I mean, man. I mean, you know, for for those who have paid already paid their subscription to our podcast for this year, boy, you already got your money's worth. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but no, but seriously, the guy knows what he's talking about. That's yes. why he's been doing what he's been doing forever, leading the pack in what he does. And to to hear everything he's had to say to give that kind of update about what's going on, it's important, especially if you're either looking to not only just buy a house but sell a sell a house. And you know, even if you got a piece of property, uh, uh, you know, an acre or two or a few acres of land, all, all that stuff's important nowadays. It is. Well, like I said when I talked to him, is is that if the property value is high like it is, that means we're doing something right where you live. You know what I mean? That's the bottom line. So uh, I think it's right. great stuff. It's great to hear that. And as always, we really do appreciate Brian for joining the podcast. And now it's time for random facts and stories you likely didn't know. Brought to you by our great friends at A-Plus Heating and Air Conditioning Service. Hey, if you're having trouble with your HVAC system or you're need, in need of a new one, even if you're not having any trouble at all, but you want to make sure that your heating system, especially for the rest of this winter, is in great shape and you need to make sure that it's properly maintained, give Tim and his family-run business associates uh, a call. They are the ones to call. They are expert expert craftsmanship and customer service they want to make sure your experience is one that you'll brag to your friends about doesn't matter what time of day or night what day of the week it is what day of the week it is they want to make sure that you are taken care of when you're in need you can reach tim at his personal cell number at 901-496-7867 that's a plus heating and air conditioning service yes sir all right just zachary did you know that in mid-14th century Europe, Jews were less likely to be infected with the plague than the rest of the population. One reason may have been that their religious practices promoted, guess what? what? Hygiene. Huh. To be clean. How about that? How about that? But the, but the Jews' lower infection rates led to accusations that they caused the plague, and many Jewish communities were massacred. Jeez. Man, they couldn't get a break back then, and they can't get a break right now. No, they can't, man. God. I'll tell you what. How about that? Never heard of that before in my life. I did not know that. <laughs> Moving on. Did you know, this is pretty interesting. In 2007, a hijacking of a Mauritarian flight was thwarted. That's a big mouthful. word. Now, big word. It? Big word. Now, over, over, over the PA system in the plane, the pilot instructed the passengers that he was about to make a bumpy landing. And that they should attack the hijacker while he was off balance. Now, the reason why he did that is that he said it in French, and the gunman didn't understand French. So everybody else on the plane knew about it except for the gunman, and guess what? It worked. Wow. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> Way to go, bilingual. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Who says a second language is not important, right? Wow. Wow. And. And finally, did you know, after a San Diego woman was found murdered in 1986 near an abandoned freeway exit, a local TV news station filmed a ride-along with a California Highway Patrol officer who gave tips on how to be safe when stranded on the road. That officer was later found 
to be the woman's killer. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. Dude, man. Imagine if you're that reporter going back and go, I was talking to the guy who killed her. Glad it wasn't me. Woo. Woo. I'm glad it wasn't me. Golly. Ooh, ooh. That gives you the creeps right I there. Know, man. A little chill down the spine. <laughs> yep. Ooh. All right, guys, for our final segment this episode, we're going to have a movie review over the Christmas break. Got to go out with a friend of mine, cousin, and we went and saw the supposed world famous, so popular in Japan world and Asia area famous. that they even had to increase the number of theaters in the U.S. because of its popularity and success. We're like, well, we got to go see what this is all about. And that is, of <laughs> course, Godzilla Minus One. Quite an interesting name. <laughs> so, uh, give you a forewarning: this will have spoilers. This will give detailed information and everything else. So, if that's not something you want to listen to, I totally understand. So, I'd probably cut us off right here. And we're glad you listened, and hope you come back to listen to us next week. I got a funny feeling that nobody is going to cut us off on this <laughs> one. No. Well, first of all, let me go ahead and tell you up front. You better be ready. Bring some snacks. You're going to have at least two restroom breaks because it's a whopping two and a half to three hour movie. Wow. Okay. And I'll tell you this. Uh, it starts off with a bang. You get to you get to meet Godzilla and they give a great premise. The, uh, the main character is a kamikaze pilot that decides to not follow through with his honor and lands his plane mm-hmm. and happens to land on an island that gets attacked by, guess who? Godzilla. You know? And wow. so the entire movie is subtitled because it was filmed in Japan. It's Japanese actors, the whole nine yards. So there's a lot of reading, which doesn't take much from it. I'll be honest with you. Subtitles don't bother me a whole lot. Um, the, there is the cultural difference. You, it does kind of feel like everybody's screaming, even when they're saying hello, you know? <laughs> and so it does have that kind of thought. I'm not, it's nothing to knock against them. It's just, it is something different. Um, but it's a very unique look to Godzilla. Um, you know, a lot of uh, that Asian culture over there, things look more like cats or tigers or panthers. The Godzilla's mm-hmm. face has a cheek structure that makes it look cat-like instead of really? lizard-like. And it's a really cool effect. Um, I give it kudos. I think it's a really good design. The special effects are good. After that, it is 45 minutes of absolute... <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, when I say snooze fest, it is snooze fest. Um, they try to pull at your heartstrings about you know the people who died in the aftermath. Godzilla was a terrible person. It goes back to the original uh, people running for their lives because Godzilla had no regard for the the buildings and the people he was destroying and killing all around him as he attacked. You know what I mean? And yeah. um, it's not like the Godzilla millers today where you want them to be the good guy and he's the alpha predator and he kills the other. No, no, no. Godzilla was just bad in the original lore. So um, they go back to that kind of story where the people have to rise together to try to find a solution for Godzilla. Um, mm-hmm. And so after that, and then it turns into meeting some characters you really like, uh, devising a plan to try to stop Godzilla. And then, of course, they unveil the plan. And, of course, like any good plan, it always has hiccups and you have to make adjustments and the people want to sacrifice and do different things. And then it comes to a conclusion, which, but I'll give you this. 
super, super original ideas when it comes to how to thaw his attack, how to stop him, how to kill him, all that kind of stuff. And a very, you know, only one or little two of things were maybe a little predictable. But other than that, special effects, characters, overall story, great, great movie. If they cut the 30, 40 minutes out of it towards the beginning, I'd give this movie 8 out of 10. Uh, That extra 45 minutes drops it down to a a 6.5, 7 at best, you know. Um, but again, worth going to see in the theater because of the sound and the special effects. Uh, so that was, like I said, I'm not upset. I saw it, uh, you know, but it's definitely not my favorite Godzilla movie, but it does rank. So you giving it an eight, but the other boring part brings it down to a six and a half, six and a half, maybe seven, right? When I'm telling you that when it's every bit of 40 minutes of so, nothing, so really, it should be named Godzilla minus one point five. Amen. Okay. So where did where does the minus one come in? Um, Do you know, it. I don't want to say that because it gives away part of the what it means for the ending. Okay. All you right. know what I mean. And so it, you can tell me off air. Yeah. So um, it makes sense once you watch the whole movie, and that's one thing I will give you that. Okay. Because okay. I was always curious, like minus one. I don't get it. You know what yeah. I mean, but um, so that it, it has a once you once you do get it, you're like that makes total sense. You know what I mean. Gotcha. So okay, kudos to them right. for it. You know, kudos. So, but uh, yeah, that's it for our movie reviews, guys. Well, guys, as always, we really appreciate you listening to us. We hope you enjoyed the first episode from us from 2024. Uh, we're looking happy forward new to year. A, yeah, happy new year. We have got a lot of uh, things lined up. We've got some more guests coming. Um, trying to shake up things again. Please reach out to us if you have any feedback, comments information want to join the pod whatever it is we're on twitter we're on facebook our email we've told us several times we look forward to hearing you uh it's a really great pleasure but always we're gonna call it a wrap from ob pod and so i'm zach i'm t and we'll see you guys next week to say by the time